Locked and Loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up God fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. They're doing is they're trying to bully him. And the one thing that they forget about him is that there's a couple things. Number one, he has a lot of resources more so than probably any other former or current president ever would. So, you know, you're trying to drain him financially. You're not going to do that. Then they're trying to drain him politically. You're not going to do that. He's ahead of the polls. And that's really what it all is. So we can go through the cases, but I can tell you that they all are really not on the merits. They're all just an attempt, sometimes by political PACs that are paying these law firms, to um, prevent him from running for 2024 if he chooses. So uh, in, in fairness, this is what, fairness, not unfairness. This is what they've been doing to him since he came down the steps and announced for president. It was the amazing thing while he was president was how he was able to accomplish what he accomplished with, with this unbelievable distraction. He's like a boxer, you know, he gets back up again. And and they, they don't realize the people that surround him will are also relentless. I know I, I like to consider myself, I'm not going to be intimidated. And yeah, I think yeah. I learned that from him. You know, it's it's a system. They're going to try and intimidate you. I know they've tried to do it to you. All and, the time, every day. Right. <laughs> and I mean, it, it's just like a regular day. If you get a death threat, it's like, oh, I guess it's what, Monday, 9 a.m. It's my time to get my death threats or whatever it is that comes my way. But, you know, the truth is this is political. It's really not legal based. They try and find uh, causes of action, as I'm sure you know, you know, but for the layman, they're trying to find things that they can go after him. But a lot of these investigations continue for so many years without complaints being filed because they're trying to be creative. If you have a legitimate concern about something or a criminal activity or a civil wrongdoing, a tort, negligence, anything, it doesn't take three years to file not. that complaint, you know. Um, and you don't do it, you know, 40 something days out of an election when you're down in the polls against your competitor. It is what it is. What they're doing is they're trying to bully him and the one well there you go ladies and gentlemen that is trump attorney alina habba trump attorney alina habba telling you everything that we've been saying on this program for the last six months they're not going to do anything they're not going to bankrupt him they're not going to politically bankrupt him they're not going to stop him from running. They're not going to arrest him. They're not going to do a darn thing to Donald J. Trump outside of what they've already been doing, and that is trying to monetarily and financially bankrupt him, try to politically bankrupt him. But the more they try, the bigger he gets. The harder they push, the stronger he gets. And if that isn't classic Donald Trump, then I don't know what is, but who better than to tell you, well, actually, who better than Donald Trump to tell you all these things because he tells you all the time. He tells you all the time, and he also alludes to what would happen, not at his own uh, request or not at his own orders, but because he has his finger on the pulse of America, ladies and gentlemen, he understands how we feel. He understands how close we are to him as our candidate and our president, and he's not just another politician, ladies and gentlemen. So he knows the ramifications if they try to arrest him or indict him. Okay? He knows the ramifications. And I just want to make sure we put on our lower thirds there. There we go. He knows these ramifications, ladies and gentlemen. You know these ramifications. His lawyer knows the ramifications and knows, or his lawyers, I should say, and knows that nothing is going to happen out of this. This is all optics. And even though there is a financial burden to this, even though there is a media burden, even though there's a 24-hour smear campaign, that's all they have on him. Look, Satan only, give you, uh, Satan only has as much power as you want to give him, and you give him none. Same thing with these dirty, corrupt politicians. They only have as much power as Donald Trump gives them, so give them none. Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America, and it is my favorite day of the week, Monday. I am your ever-so-humble, 
God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you as always, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it is an honor to do this show for you twice a day, every single day, 11 and 5. It's also an honor to do a show alongside of the other show hosts here on LFA TV, Antonio Sabato Jr., Loud Majority, Mike Crispy, uh, Anna Perez, and who knows who God is going to bring into the fold Next, God bless you all. Thank you. Somebody said they don't have any sound. Somebody said they don't have any sound. Everybody else got sound? Eli, you got sound out there? Eli, you good? Okay, we got sound, ladies and gentlemen. Must be on your end. God bless you guys, though. Uh, We are live both on Getter and we are live on Rumble. We're also live on Roku and Fire Stick. And, of course, the LFA TV app that you can now get on your Apple and your Google Play Store. Just type in LFA TV and then a space, and then TV, it'll pop right up. Take Live from America with you everywhere you go. Watch the live shows and the previous shows of that day. Happy Warrior says, what happened to your show on RAV? I actually pulled uh, my show from RAV to focus more on LFA TV. Needed all the energy that I could uh, muster for LFA TV, and uh, I have no animosity towards RAV, and they have no animosity towards me. Now, Before we get into some real substantive stuff here, you want to know how bad it is for the January 6th committee? You want to know how bad it is for all these attempts to take down Donald Trump that that are not going to work for them? When Saturday Night Live puts out their cold open of how incredibly uh, ridiculous the January 6th non-select committee is, you know you've lost your base. You know you've lost your base when liberal Marxist Saturday Night Live actually does a spot against you on their cold open. Let's go to that now just for a few minutes. Here we go. Thanks for Cocker Spaniel. We now return to the closing statements of the January 6th committee to investigate the attack on our nation's capital. All right. The House Select Committee will now come to order for its ninth and final hearing. The January 6th was one of the most dramatic and consequential moments in our nation's history. So to fight back, we assembled a team of monotone nerds to do a PowerPoint. (laughs) I made mine with Google Slides. There's Adam Schiff. (laughs) We've been investigating this horrible attack for more than a year, but today's session is going to be a little different. We're going to summarize our findings, hold a history-making vote, and then, and only then, we all get to have a little treat. Aw, come on. Can I have one cupcake now? No, 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 no. It's evidence, then a vote, then a little treat. (laughs) All right, I would first like to recognize the gentle lady from Wyoming, who I am shocked to say has become my best friend, Liz Cheney. Thank you, Benny. (laughs) Over the past few months, this bipartisan committee has presented our case to all Americans. Whether you're a Republican who's not watching or a Democrat who's nodding so hard, your head is falling off. (laughs) One person is responsible for this insurrection, Donald Trump. And one person will suffer the consequences, me. (laughs) You might be wondering what makes me so tough. And I ask you, who is your dad? (laughs) Is it Dick Cheney? (laughs) You might wonder, how do you have the guts to take on your entire party alone? And I'd say, when you were little, who tucked you in at night? Was Was it Dick Dick Cheney? (laughs) I've been asked, how did you get a backbone made of steel? And I ask back, for your 10th birthday, did you eat pizza at Chuck E. Cheese with all your friends? Or did you shoot a deer in the face with Dick Cheney? (laughs) So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Saturday Night Live opening up. Now, I'm not going to play the whole thing because nobody wants to watch anything of Saturday Night Live. But at least... Ladies and gentlemen, they're understanding where the ratings are, and the ratings are not at bashing Trump anymore. And the reason the ratings are not high at bashing Trump anymore is because the people that used to get a kick out of bashing Trump are no longer bashing Trump anymore. His haters have become his voters. Just like the haters and the trolls become Live from America family members right here, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I got a question on there. Somebody said, didn't Rav build your studio? Yes and no. Rav did not build my studio. A friend of mine inside Real America's Voice News who builds studios for them came up here because we paid him to come up here 
and we paid to build this studio. The Live from America family paid for this studio, not Real America's Voice, and not anybody inside Real America's Voice, and they didn't build anything for free. The Live from America family paid them to do so because I was never going to have the LFA family under somebody else's thumb that could have said, we need that studio now. Sorry about your luck. Have a great show. Have a great day. Not that Rav would ever do that, but I'm just telling you, ladies and gentlemen, that... uh, Rav did not build or, or, or pay for the studio. You guys did. So another example of being individual and, uh, and, and not having to be under the thumb of anybody else. So again, ladies and gentlemen, you can't beat Trump. You can't beat God. You're right here on Live from America. Let's get into a couple uh, letters that I want to read real quick. First one, read, check this out. Dear LFA family, Your procedure of sending back a thank you note to people who contribute monetarily to you or otherwise demonstrate how considerate and gracious your organization is. You should know that I noticed this, as I am sure all members of your audience do. Here's to November 8, 2022. Only about 25 days away. We're now at 22. I pray our voices are heard loud and clear. Our declarations of sanity. Best wishes, Joel. No need to sing a thank you note for this. <laughs> Keep your stamps. I already know that you're appreciative. Folks, we may get behind on answering emails and we may get behind on sending back thank you cards, but the LFA family is always, ladies and gentlemen, is always at the first and foremost of my mind when it comes to this business. You guys, I, 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 I want to protect you any way I can and I want to show you my appreciation any way I can. Unfortunately, we don't have enough money to hire five other people that we would need to do things so quickly. So we're going to work with what we get and I appreciate that. Now, before we get into the Lord and before we get into this morning's prayer, I do want to talk about Don Bayman because I want to raise some money for Don Bayman. I am going to release... $300 out of the LFA slurp fund for Dawn. I'm just going to read you a little bit of this. She did not ask for money, ladies and gentlemen, but she did send this here uh, a while back and I wanted to get to this. She sent this, you know, quite a while back now. She says, Jeremy, I've been a listener since the show grew into more than a backyard rant. Due to my schedule, I often cannot be involved live. I'm writing to thank you following God's small voice that guided you to be a light for so many of us. God has used your show to bring me back to a daily relationship with him. All glory to God. I am a listener who sent you the picture listing the names of our murdered soldiers. And that sits right out there on my shelf. I can actually see it from my office. During the COVID-19 pandemic, I was an EMS worker in Michigan. Governor Whitless was a nightmare for our state during that scam. Sadly, I was forced to leave my position due to the required positioning of healthcare workers needing to be vaxxed. So far this last year, I have lost my EMS career, lost my SSI, my autistic son was getting, uh, my, that he was getting, emptied my savings to survive daily life and struggled uh, past finding out that my eldest child has been suicidal during this pandemic. He has moved 17 hours away with his fiance only to have her leave him four months later and he is now stuck out there in need of pretty much everything. And, and my situation does not offer me the money that needs to help him out uh, with a, needing a new transmission and rent now that she's left him. God provides daily for my family of four here in Michigan, and there's nothing extra in this Biden economy. Um, basically, she's just asking for prayers for her and her family. She did not in any way ask for any money out of the Slurp Fund, ladies and gentlemen. But I think that we should do our best to help her out. She's been such a loyal uh, fan of Live from America and one of our Live from America family members. So, ladies and gentlemen, please, if you have any extra, we're going to be donating today, or uh, donating, I should say, today to Dawn Bayman, ladies and gentlemen, and her family. So, Dawn, we'll do our best to raise some money for you, and we'll get that out to you as soon as possible. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I need to read you today's devotional, and I'm sorry you did not get a morning newsletter today. Things have been actually hectic trying to get going this morning. But I do want to read this for you, and it's titled, Our Success is in God. And this really was a, this was a beautiful, beautiful verse. Please share the video, ladies and gentlemen. Please rumble the video. Please like it. But sharing is the most important. Matthew 26.3 says, Peter answered and said unto him, Though all men shall be offended because of thee, yet I will never be offended. Just like Peter, we are often more confident of ourselves than God is. Many Christians are devastated when they fail in some area that they thought they had long since grown past. 
we need to realize that as long as we are in this mortal body, we cannot fall asleep at our battle stations against the works of the flesh. If we do, our flesh is just as capable of sin as anyone else's. If we fall, it should concern us, but not surprise us. We should simply realize with Paul that in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Get back into the spirit through confession and forgiveness and go on with Jesus. The Lord has never had anyone who is qualified working for him. Let me stop right there. Let me stop right there and let me just say that again. The Lord has never had anybody who's qualified to work for him. If that is not a powerful statement that gets you thinking, I don't know what is. I want to thank all the people donating, but listen to that again. The Lord has never had anyone qualified working for him. Peter wasn't qualified, and even at our best, neither are we. If we realize that we are nothing and have nothing, then we are prime candidates to be used by God. Peter went on to become probably the best known of the 12 apostles. The Lord used him mightily, mightily, excuse me, but he didn't want him or us to forget that it was Christ in Peter and not Peter in himself that was great. This also illustrates the extent of our Father's love and forgiveness. If God not only forgave Peter for his sin, but also reinstated and advanced him, then surely we have not pushed God's grace beyond its limit. We are uh, Where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. God doesn't see us as failures, just learners. God can redeem the worst failure and work together for good. Romans 8.28 We need to think like God. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that. It's just another reinforcing um, uh, moment in the Bible where it tells you, you are nothing without God. You need God for everything. And And don't feel like a failure when you fail. There's no such thing as a failure. You're a learner. You're not a failure. You're a learner. And God loves people who want to learn. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now, for all of you, who want to stay around to the end of the show, I have got an amazing story to tell you. Those who follow me on Telegram or Getter probably saw it this weekend. But if you really, really, really want to, uh, to have your, your mind blown, blown, then wait to the end of this show today because I will do exactly that. But in the meantime, please do me the ever so humble favor of sharing this Rumble video out. Usually our audience is all here. I don't know if it's because of Rumble that they're not or if it's because they couldn't get in, but I really, really need you guys to share to your messengers and your group pages as we have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. And thank you to all the donors to help out the LFA family. And Bad Moon just said the same thing. Thank you to all the donors. Now, you know somebody who I have not seen in here for a while? Patriot Donnie, ladies and gentlemen. Patriot Donnie has not been in here since I've said my thing about the uh, about Q. So if you could reinforce Patriot Donnie to come back, it's a pretty petty thing to, uh, to, uh, to leave because of something that you have a disagreement with somebody. We love you, Donnie. We don't love your viewership. We don't love your, the fact that you were so loyal to the show. We just love you. So Patriot Donnie, come on back. All right, here we go. The Department of Justice, first and foremost section. The Department of Justice is recommending six months in prison for Stephen K. Bannon of the War Room on Real America's Voice News for his involvement in January 6th and his unwillingness to get on his knees at the beck and call of the January 6th Unselect Committee. Now, the only reason that they want Stephen K. Bannon in prison is because A, he was pardoned by Donald Trump, and B, because they don't want him to do his show much like they're doing to Alex Jones. They are trying to literally destroy Alex Jones financially so that he can no longer, ladies and gentlemen, do his show. 
so he can no longer do his show. And that's what they want to do to Stephen K. Bannon, too. Because a bigger threat to the Department of Justice, a bigger threat to the FBI, and a bigger threat to this illegitimate left-wing Marxist administration that's occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is the speech, the free speech of people like myself, the free speech of people like Stephen Bannon, the, st- the free speech of Ben Berkham, the free speech of Alex Jones, the free speech of every single one of you who decide to go out every day and put your life at risk to utilize the free speech that God gave you to either spread the gospel or spread the truth about what's going on in the swamp of Washington, D.C. And now the DOJ is recommending six months in prison and a $200,000 fine for defying the January 6th committee, by the way, which is not a court, which should not have had the subpoena power based on the fact that there was not a proper Republican representative form of government there, and the fact that they have no power in law enforcement whatsoever. Bannon was convicted of contempt of Congress in July for refusing to comply with a sham subpoena from the committee. In the recommendation, the DOJ claimed that Bannon had pursued a bad faith strategy of, get this, are you ready for this? This is the language that only dictators use. Has pursued a bad faith strategy of defiance and contempt. defiance and contempt against who? The king? That would be weird. That would be weird. Defiance and contempt? We don't have a king. Defiance and contempt of who? The Lord? Because the last time I checked, Stephen K. Bannon was a man of God. So in defiance and contempt of who? The January 6th committee, who should have no legal subpoena power whatsoever. And even if they do, this is nothing more than a misdemeanor and you want six months in prison for him. You think that's justice? You think it's justice? That the other people who just don't have as much power as Steve Bannon because the audience, you know, the January 6th political prisoners, do you think it's justice that they are sitting in prison still on misdemeanor charges without due process, without the ability to to bail out? Meanwhile, people are running people over in the streets for being Trump supporters, and they're on, on the streets. The recommendation, oh, by the way, the DOJ also stated that Steve Bannon flouted the committee's authority and ignored the subpoena's demands. That's because they have no authority, and they have no demands that are rooted in any kind of power whatsoever. Liz Cheney just got voted out by 28 points in her own state. The recommendation continued, quote, To this day, the defendant has not produced a single document to the committee or appeared for testimony. Oh, no. For his sustained bad faith contempt of Congress, the defendant should be sentenced to six months imprisonment, the top end of the sentencing guidelines, and a $200,000 fine based on his insistence on paying the maximum fine rather than cooperate with the probation's office routine pre-sentencing financial investigations. Again, ladies and gentlemen, this is another major uh, form of cancel culture. They want to cancel you out of freedom of speech. They don't want to cancel your shows. They don't want to cancel your ability to make money. They want to cancel your ability to do freedom of speech that God gave you. And that alone will by default cancel everything else. Because if you're not able to speak the truth, if you're not able to speak your mind, if you're not able to speak your opinion, ladies and gentlemen then by default, everything else is gonzo and donezo. So that is what the DOJ is recommending. Bannon is scheduled to be sentenced October 21st, which is just six, five days away. One day after, after he was held in contempt by the House of Representatives. And that is your first and foremost section of the day. I'd like to thank KC2022, Tuan, uh, Tuan Auti, Mateo 2018, Cindy Pinnell, um, Sophician, Barb SJ1, Meta, Meta, sorry, Meta something, sorry about that, Radiant Doll, $500 from RJ Cat for Dawn's son, we are dealing with depression, she says, Terry from New Hampshire, Texas Deb, C Taylor 915, 
TJ 14, excuse me, 1462. JL Jazz and Hardison. And by the way, JL Jazz put up a great thing in the comment section. She said, whether you're watching, no matter what you're watching on, you either have a plus sign, a boxing glove, or a thumbs up. Hit all of those. And if you're watching on the app, please share. And I want to give a big shout out to those watching on Getter, Roku, and Fire Stick as well. We have a ton of people watching over on Getter as always. And we've got a ton of people watching right here. So God bless you guys. All right, moving on. The people that care about this country and expose the evil deeds of the corrupt Washington, D.C. Those are the people that the left is going after. They're going after Steve Bannon. They're going after Alex Jones. And they're going after people like Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell, the friggin' pillow guy who other people entrusted to bring him this evidence so that he could fight against this fraud that was administered on We the People on November 3rd. Mike Lindell did not go out looking for that information. Mike Lindell did not put out a newsletter and say, hey, with any, anybody that has inf, um, any kind of information on the, how the election was stolen, can you please come to me with this information? Why do you think people brought Mike Lindell this information so that he could fight against the election fraud of 2020? Because Mike Lindell is a man of God, and there are not many men and women of God in high power positions or who have the money who could have fought this unless they had the power and the help and the armor of God. That is why all these people brought this information to Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell didn't want anything to do with this kind of stuff. Mike Lindell is doing what God is weighing on his heart to do. And that's what you all need to understand. Again, Mike Lindell did not do any of this stuff because he decided to wake up one day and said, you know what? I'm going to put my whole company at risk. I'm going to put myself at risk and I'm going to go fight election fraud. People brought him this stuff because he was a trustworthy man of God. And since then, he has been in the crosshairs of these same people that are taking out Bannon, that are taking out Trump, that are taking out Alex Jones, going to take out me, LFA TV, and everybody else. But you want to know what Mike Lindell doesn't listen to? He doesn't listen to the noise of Satan. He doesn't listen to the noise. He, he, he goes towards the signal. And his signal is a very strong, Ethernet-connected, hardwired signal to God. He doesn't listen to what man says. He listens to what God says. And I want to say thank you to Mike Lindell because Mike Lindell spent his weekend in Fort Myers, Florida, delivering almost 10,000 pillows and words of encouragement and talking to people on their, on their doorsteps about what they just went through and 2,000 of his blankets for victims as well and money. This man is a gen- uh, not only a genius, but he's a man of God and he's the kindest man you'll ever meet. Ladies and gentlemen, check this out. It's devastating. On top of the bad economy and everything else going around, then they lose all their physical belongings. Absolutely devastating. But Samaritan's Purse is always there. I felt very blessed to be able to go by you know, neighborhood to neighborhood giving out my pillows, my blankets, and uh, uh, my Bible pillows for the children. And Samaritan Purse makes that possible for, for us, for my employees at my pillow, to be able to help. It's out of the news right away. They feel like they're forgotten. And uh, just having Samaritan's Purse there was a, it's a big thing to them. It gives them hope that there's people out there that care. Well, praying for these communities that, that they have the courage to get through, you know, not to give up. And I'm saying also to pray for a Samaritan's Purse. If you're out there to volunteer, you can go to SamaritansPurse.org and uh, volunteer. Tell me that doesn't bring a tear to your eye. Tell me that doesn't bring a tear to your eye. I just sat here watching that for the second time and I almost just literally started bawling. I almost just literally started bawling. What a great man. What a great man to have these godless losers do what they're doing to him. But you know what? God's protecting Mike Lindell. God's protecting Mike Lindell and he's not only protecting Mike Lindell with an armor of God, he's also guiding Mike Lindell. So for Mike Lindell and everything that he has done, let's go ahead and give him the Smarty Award of the Day. Smarty Award of the Day goes to Mike Lindell. Tell me you didn't cry watching that. 
Ladies and gentlemen, as always, and this is not a plug for Mike Lindell. This is not like like a, a, a segue plug. But, you know, go to Mike Lindell. You don't even have to use my promo code. I don't even care. All I care about is people like that continuing to do what they're doing. So make sure when you're shopping for this Christmas, I don't care if you use Bannon's or Ben Berkwam's or anybody else. Bannon's is War Room. Ben Berkwam's is Frontline. Use theirs too. Use LFA if you want or use no promo code, but help Mike Lindell out, ladies and gentlemen. Help his company out. Because only through that kind of uh, support is he going to be able to continue to do what God wants him to do. God put him there for a reason. From crackhead to CEO. Again, DeClues, you said it right. You don't see Hollywood doing that exactly. Exactly. Where's Nancy Pelosi? Why isn't she out there doing that? Where's Chuck Schumer, by the way? Why isn't she out there doing that? Huh? Where's Kathy Griffin? Why isn't she down there doing that? Where's Oprah Winfrey? Where is Whoopi Goldberg? Slithering along the streets like Jabba the Hutt on her fat stomach. Unbelievable, these people. And do you know why we're here, folks? Do you know why Stephen K. Bannon is being ostracized? Do you know why Mike Lindell is being targeted? Do you know why Donald Trump, Alex Jones, and all of us are being targeted? Do you want to know why we don't have 30,000 people watching LFA anymore? It's because of the election of 2020. That's why. Because of the election of 2020. Because of the fraud. That's why we're here. Now, I think we should be here. I don't think we should not be here. I'm glad this all happened. If this didn't happen, I'd still be on Facebook being censored. I'd still be on YouTube being censored. The whole world wouldn't have woke up to the point where the Democratic Party is going to be a thing of the past after these next two elections. I'm glad it happened, but the reason why it did happen is because of election theft, ladies and gentlemen. And yesterday, I got in the mail in New Hampshire a rank choice voting survey. And this little rank choice voting survey is sent by the left and the uniparty rhinos who want to bring rank choice voting to every state so they can cheat for the rest of their lives without having to rely on a pandemic or the mail-in ballot. And on this ranked choice voting sheet that I got, it made ranked choice voting look so special that anybody would want to say, yes, let's do this. More voting, more choice, more choice, more choice. You mean more choice than the one person that I just voted for? Why do I need more choices if I had all these choices and I just voted for that person? Because this is their way that they can cheat where you get the most votes in the, in the, primary, the, primary, the primary votes, not the primary election, but the, the, the initial votes that come in, you get the most votes, but then the secondary votes come in for the ranked choice and you lose. How does that happen? So I got this thing in the mail, ranked choice voting New Hampshire. And the first thing it said is, do you know anything about ranked choice voting? And I said, I did not answer the stupid loaded question uh, answers, the you know, little fill-in answers. I gave my own answers. I wrote my own answers. I said, this is another way to cheat. This is fraud. I, yes, I know very much about ranked choice voting, and it's another way to steal elections. And I just kept going down that thing, and I'm sending that in. I'm sending it in just the way it is. And if you get one of these, I suggest you do the same thing. That is why we're here, ladies and gentlemen. And Secretary of State race in Washington State, as that heats up, ranked choice voting is on the ballot to give Democrats control for eternity. So listen, ladies and gentlemen, there's a couple ways that we can get around ranked choice voting if you don't already have it. First of all, in Washington state, it's on your ballot this November. Do not vote for ranked choice voting, period. It sounds like a dream for a voter. It's actually a nightmare for the country, okay? On either side, doesn't matter whose side it is. It is a nightmare for the country. If you're in Washington state, vote it down. There's a couple ways to beat ranked choice voting. Number one, Show up and only vote for the people that you want to vote for and don't vote for a secondary vote, period, period. That's number one. Overwhelm the polls as well. That means get more. If you never voted before, get your butt off the couch and go vote. I don't care what your excuse is. I don't care if you have to work. Nothing is more important than the future of your country. And that's period. But is there another way to beat ranked choice voting? How about write-in votes? Has anybody thought of that? Thought about this over that over the weekend. And with less than a month away from the November elections, the Washington State Secretary of State is heating up and ranked choice voting is on the ballot. 
Democrat Steve Hobbs and nonpartisan Julie Anderson are on the ballot. But a recent writing campaign by Brad Clippert for Secretary of State is now giving Republicans a choice in an important statewide office which controls elections. So will a write-in candidate work? Or how about, how about this, ladies and gentlemen? How about instead of focusing on, well, well, if you do a write-in candidate, number one, you have another choice, right? So that your choice isn't the Democrat or a rhino. It is a write-in candidate that is not a rhino. So you kind of have to have somebody waiting in the batter's box. You kind of have to have somebody waiting in the wing. Strategically, we can beat these losers. We can. According to Crosscut Elway poll, 40% of Washington voters are still undecided for the Secretary of State race. Hobbs has 31% and nonpartisan Julie Anderson has 29%. A statistical dead heat which provided a, 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 a legitimate opportunity for success for Clippert's writing campaign. The Washington State Republican Party has endorsed Clippert and shared in a press release. Is f- Folks, this blew my mind when I read this. The Washington State Republican Party is not backing the Washington State primary winner. They're backing the writing candidate. So you can go in and you can write, you can, your first choice can be, let's say the GOP, the, uh, the, guy, the person who won the, uh, the primary. But your second choice is the writing candidate, not any of the other candidates. So there is a way to win if you've already got right, uh, um, uh, ranked choice voting in your state. So this is homework for you, and you need to get on this now. You need to get a hold of your state Republican parties, and you need to get a hold of your MAGA Republican parties, because there's two, and you need to also, ladies and gentlemen, get a hold of your legislature, and if you have ranked choice voting, and say, look, there's a way to beat this. It is a write-in vote. It's a write-in candidate. That is how we overwhelm and beat it. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking forward to finding out new ways to stop them from cheating because they're always looking for new ways to cheat. And because I keep telling you they cannot cheat in the old ways, they can only cheat in new ways, we've got to keep up with the times. We've got to be proactive rather than reactive. Amen? All right, I'm going to go do a, I'm going to do a sponsor right now. But while I'm doing that sponsor, I want you guys to do me a favor, all of you. There's 3,300 people watching on Rumble. There's probably 1,000 people, 500 watching on Getter. And there's even people watching on Roku and Firestick. I need all of you, while I'm reading this sponsorship, which is very important as well, to go and grab the Rumble link and share that out. Not to your news feeds. It doesn't matter. Share it to your groups and your messengers and your different platforms. The Rumble link right now. Let's see what we can do in the next three minutes and go. And now... I want to talk about four Patriots, ladies and gentlemen, because this little unit is amazing. And that is this little uh, Patriot power generator, the 1800. Now, this is a pretty expensive unit. It's 2,500 bucks. But if you use promo code LFA, you get 400 knocked right off that. and It's 2,100 bucks. This is the bigger version. This thing is a monster. This thing comes with its own solar power panels and it comes with its generator. And this generator can can push out some serious electricity, ladies and gentlemen. Now, it can't power your whole house. But it can keep your refrigerator and your necessities powered in the case of your electric companies uh, going out of, maybe, they, maybe, maybe you got a storm. Maybe an electrical pole went down or something like that. Or maybe they're just monopolizing the electricity companies around the world and they're charging you an arm and a leg and you want to do anything you can in case to ha- if you need some kind of independence. So go to 4 today. Check out the power and solar section, which is right here. And by the way, there's a smaller unit too. Now, this smaller unit, me and my wife have, tremendous little uh, unit. It's a lot cheaper, and you can get a discount on this as well by using promo code LFA. This is a $500 unit. Uh, But ladies and gentlemen, again, you don't need any gas. You don't need any electric uh, outlets. All you need is the sun, and God gives you that for free. So all of the uh, sponsor descriptions um, or links are in the description of our Rumble page. Make sure you check them out, okay? All right, moving on. Ladies and gentlemen, something we have not done here on LFA for quite some time, and I think we need to get back to it. And not for any reason, ladies and gentlemen, other than the fact that we've just had a lot going on. But you know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. It is time to grab your rhino gun uh, ammo, grab your rhino guns, grab your rhino gear. It is time to go rhino hunting. Here we go.
We'll make you famous. <sighs> FBI going to show up real quick after these Rhino segments. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a few Rhinos to talk about, and we're going to get right to the nitty gritty. And we're first going to talk about Arizona Attorney General Mark Burnovich. What an absolute puke this man turned out to be. What an absolute loser Mark Burnovich turned out to I'm be. A loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Ladies and gentlemen, we uh, after the true after true the vote and Dinesh D'Souza came out with 2000 mules, big shout out Heather Mullins as well. After they put out 2000 mules, that should have been every piece of proof, not evidence, proof that the election was definitely uh, stolen. And if it wasn't stolen outright by mail-in and Dropbox ballots, then these people, that the 2,000 mules that threw the votes exposed, definitely should have been locked up and, 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 and put in jail the next day. True the vote took all of their proof, all of the stuff that they've been working on in their investigation, they hand-delivered it to Michelangelo Bernovich, the Ninja Turtle with his nunchucks. All he had to do was go through that information, make sure that it was legit, and then send out the indictments or send out the arrest warrants and boom, arrest these people. Boom. That's all he had to do. Nothing more than that. Instead, he did absolutely nothing. He sat on his nunchucks and did absolutely nothing. As a matter of fact, I'm wrong. He did do something, ladies and gentlemen, and that's why we're going to talk about that rhino right now. Let's take off my rhino hat. Let's put this on. Share the video. Here we go. Rhino Arizona Attorney General, before he leaves office here in the next few months, has now sent out a formal request to the FBI and the IRS to investigate True the Vote. True the Vote. Not the people that True the Vote exposed for their crimes, but to investigate True the Vote themselves. He revealed his true colors with a recent letter sent to the IRS and the corrupt FBI, which calls on them to investigate True the Vote, the election integrity group featured in the groundbreaking 2000 Mules documentary. Somebody, please, in the comments section, put Rhino Mark Burnovich's office number. All you got to do is quick internet search. I didn't have it ready. I'm sorry. Put it in the comments section. Chief Special Agent Reginald Grigsby from March, uh, Mark Burnovich's Special Investigation Section sent the letter Friday alleging that True the Vote was raised, has raised considerable sums of money with nothing to show for it and claiming that they did not give the Attorney General's office any information that led to the investigations of Arizona. What? They hand-delivered it, number one. And number two, who gives a flying what and you know what? How much money they raise? What do you mean there's nothing to show for it? There's a documentary. There's months and months and months and months of investigations. They paid these third-party companies and these apps to get the information. They had to have money for that. No, 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 no. What they're doing is they're trying to stop True the Vote because they exposed the drop boxes. And now that they exposed the drop boxes, they can't cheat using drop boxes. Get what I'm saying? So now they're going after True the Vote, ladies and gentlemen. You know what to do. Find the number. If the number's not in there yet, please somebody put it in there and let's do it. That's why they're going after True the Vote. These scumbags. These scumbags. It is also rumored that the investigators from the Attorney General's office were in St. Louis again this past week, not St. Louis, St. Louis, investigating and possibly indicting others for voter fraud and ballot trafficking in the 2020 election. A representative from Yuma County Sheriff's Office told uh, the Gateway Pundit that Attorney General's Office has uh, partially taken over the county sheriff's investigation of voter fraud in the county. You want to know why? Because they don't want the voter fraud to get out. So they're taking over the investigations. That's why. It's the most corrupt thing you've ever seen in your life, and it's something straight out of a movie. Excuse me, we've got this. What do you mean we've got this? We're the sheriffs here. We've got authority. Nope. Fed's coming in. We got this. Get out of the way. DOJ coming in. We got this. Get out of the way. All right, everybody. Scrub all the evidence. Get rid of it. Let's get it out of here now so we don't have anything to prosecute. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Going after the good guys instead of the bad guys. You want to know another rhino that we need to talk about? That's Chris Krispy Kreme Christie. 
You know, that lard over in New Jersey who did nothing for the state of New Jersey, who was big buddy-buddy with Barack Hussein Obama. Remember that? When Barack Hussein Obama got off Air Force One and Chris Krispy Kreme Christie rolled his fat body across the tarmac and bounced up into Obama's lap like a dog? <laughs> We're so thankful to have you here. <laughs> did you bring me any donuts? <laughs> Chris Krispy Kreme Christie says that Donald Trump was in, uh, was in, uh, in possession of illegal documents at Mar-a-Lago because he wanted to keep the documents as trophies. Yeah, Chris, Krispy Kreme Christie. I bet you got a trophy of a Dunkin' Donut sitting on your mantle right now next to another trophy of an all-you-can-eat contest at a buffet. And you want to say that Donald Trump kept classified documents as trophies after leaving the White House? And he wanted to keep them not for leverage, says Chris Krispy Kreme Christie, but for trophies. Here's his comments. Here's his actual quote. He wanted to keep these documents as a trophy. That's what they were. Nothing more than that. <laughs> what? However, while there have been suggestions that Trump kept the documents to use as leverage against others, Krispy Kreme says he doesn't think that's true. This is what he says. I think it's much more likely that he kept them as a trophy, that he walks around and says, look it, I've got this. I've got these classified documents. Why would he need to do that when he is the declassification process? The fat in your brain is getting in the way of actual thinking, Krispy Kreme. Come on. Further, Trump can't believe he doesn't still get classified documents, so he needs to display everybody down at Mar-a-Lago or up at Bedminster during the summer that he still has some of those, uh, still has some of those trappings. The replica Resolute desk in Mar-a-Lago and all the rest of those things are things that are, uh, um, Basically feeding his ego, his disappointment and his disbelief that he's not the president anymore. Hey, Krispy Kreme, guess who was never president? You! The only thing that you'll ever be president of is a buffet. An all-you-can-eat eating contest, hot dog contest. That's it. What's the matter? Are you mad? I hope you run for president in 2024. And I hope Donald Trump does the same thing to your lard butt that he did in 2016. Rolls over you like a steamroller. Oh, but we're not done the rhino hunting, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. We got another rhino to go after. And he's a bigger rhino, not physically, because nobody in the world except for Rosie O'Donnell and Whoopi Goldberg could be possibly bigger than Krispy Kreme Christie. But Paul Ryan, ladies and gentlemen, I have information that Paul Ryan and the GOP establishment have a plot, another coup attempt to supplant Trump with Glenn Youngkin and Ron DeSantis. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if anybody else is going to talk about this. I don't know who else has got the information. But Paul Ryan told a group of CEOs this last weekend that the GOP establishment is preparing to move against Trump right after the midterms. The GOP establishment is plotting to supplant 45th President Donald J. Trump on the party's 2024 ticket with Glenn Youngkin, Ron DeSantis, and even possibly Tim Scott, says Paul Ryan, who left Washington after being, an over, uh, after being overpowered by the American first wing of the GOP. I think Trump's unelectability will be uh, palpable by then, says Ryan. That means he's saying that he's working with the GOP and he's working with the Democrats to make it so Trump cannot be elected by the people, but it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Ryan said that at a corporate conference to a bunch of CEO, CEOs predicting that the GOP establishment will push Trump to the side when the time is right. He then went on to say that there is a handful of people that are going to run because it's the only cycle they can run in. They cannot wait until 2028. Whether he runs or not, I don't really think it matters. He is not going to be the nominee. That is what Paul Ryan said, ladies and gentlemen. And you want to know who else is, 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 is backing this? That he will not be the nominee? None other than the dumb and dumber roommate of Kevin McCoward, Fat Frank Luntz. He said, Fat Frank Luntz tweeted out, Paul Ryan's top three picks for 2024 presidential nominee, Ron DeSantis, Glenn Youngkin, and Tim Scott. Boo! Ron DeSantis, good. Glenn Youngkin, good. Tim Scott, not. But Ron DeSantis and Glenn Youngkin have no chance up against President Donald Trump. I don't care how much the GOP puts behind them. I don't care how much the GOP puts behind them. 
And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, did you see who uh, Tudor Dixon had in, Washington, in uh, Michigan campaigning with her last week? Doug Dushy. Doug Dushy, the governor of Arizona. She had him campaigning. So if you wanted any insight on why I did not want Tudor Dixon to be the nominee uh, for governor in Michigan and why I wanted somebody like uh, Garrett Saldano, ladies and gentlemen, it's because of that. Tudor Dixon did absolutely nothing in the months leading up to the primary until the last few weeks when the GOP, GOP decided to steal it from every other hardworking candidate who was out there in the streets doing something good. We got to stop Paul Ryan. We got to stop the GOP. Do not give them any more money. Do not give them anything. Give all of your money to candidates specifically or send it all to Trump. How about that? These rhinos have got to go. We have got to protect our republic, not our democracy because we don't have one. We've got to protect our republic from these loser rhinos. Another thing that we've got to protect from all politicians of all walks of life, all criminals, is our home, ladies and gentlemen, our most sacred asset. Protect your home, protect the equity in your home, protect your lives, protect your family by going to HomeTitleLock.com today. It's not a scam. It's not a crappy company. Frankie, producer Frankie from Mike, uh, Mike Crispy's Unafraid, he did this. His father did this because his father almost lost everything had he not had home title lock. And his father would tell you that. I would have lost my entire home had it not been for home title lock. And if you don't think that this can come for you, you are sadly mistaken. It's 20 bucks a month. You will com- completely protect your home title and you're never going to have anything to worry about. So go to hometitlelock.com today. Sign up, 20 bucks a month, LFA. Use that promo code. You'll get a little bit of uh, free stuff for it. You'll get some benefits for it and save your home today. Because you're the only one that's going to do it. Now, with only about six minutes left, ladies and gentlemen, I've got a lot to get through right now. And I don't know if I've got the time to do it. But we've got to get to as much as we can. I don't want to be, I don't want to be too late for Mike Crispy. But we've got to do this. One thing that we have got to expose, ladies and gentlemen, is we've got to expose these candidates, these Senate candidates, who are running for office for who they really are. We've got to expose Fetterman. We've got to expose uh, Mark Kelly. We've got to expose these people, folks, because if we don't expose them, nobody will. I want to play this video for um, I want to play this video for you of John Fetterman trying to speak, and 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 what he says, the crowd's just like, "What are you talking about?" We've got to expose them. We've got to keep the spotlight on these people because if we don't do it, nobody will. Same thing with uh, Warnock. Did you see Herschel Walker clean Warnock's clock this weekend? All right, check this out. Send me to Washington D.C. <laughs> What? What? Push back against these guys so I can push me to Washington, D.C. so I can prevent work to work? What are you talking about? Work to work. You can't just vote for this guy. Hold on a minute. You can't just vote for this guy because he's got a D in front of his name that stands for Democrat. You got to vote for what's best for the country. This guy could, you know what I would pay for? Screw the debates. I would pay to see Joe Biden and and, and John Fetterman have a 30-minute conversation with no computers. I would pay to see that. I'd pay $100, PayPal. I mean, not PayPal, excuse me. PayPal's dead. Pay-per-view. I'd pay $100 for a pay-per-view event to watch Joe Biden and John Fetterman have a discussion, record it, and then send that out, and we don't need the debates. Let's just send this out. We got to get rid of them. We got to expose them. Another thing we've got to expose, ladies and gentlemen, is our southern border. Before we get to these midterms, We've got to keep exposing the southern border. Ben Berkwam's Law and Border last weekend was amazing. I urge you to go watch it, folks. I urge you to go watch it because I have new updated information on the leading cause of death in America. Now, I track this stuff. I track this stuff mainly because of COVID-19. I want to see what the, if the vaccine is leading to any more deaths or anything like that. And what I, what I, what I got to, uh, this morning was shocking. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. You ready for this? The number one cause of death in the United States of America today. For Americans age rage, age rage, excuse me, 18 to 45. That's a huge age range, isn't it? 
That's a huge age range. That's 30 years or so. 18 to 45, ladies and gentlemen. Leading cause of death is fentanyl. The leading cause of death in the United States of America in 2022 for Americans, men or women, between the ages of 18 and 45 is fentanyl. This is a national security crisis of the utmost right now. This is one of the biggest national security crises that I've ever seen in my entire life. There cannot be in the United States of America if they're all dead. Again, ladies and gentlemen, leading cause of death in the United States of America is fentanyl between the ages of 18 to 45. We need to put a spotlight on that. And you need to let your kids know, look, I get it. If you're a teenager and you're out there and you're doing things you've never done before, you might go to a party, you might drink, you might smoke some weed, you might do some cocaine, you might snort some pills. I mean, that's the kind of stuff we got to worry about nowadays, right? Tell your kids, you could be at a party and you could be there and you want to just be, you know, part of the group and somebody hands you a joint and you're like, ah, I don't smoke pot or weed, anything like that or cigarettes and everybody peer pressures you to do it and you go, okay, and you smoke that joint. Guess what? It could probably lace with fentanyl and you're going to die. When I was a kid, you could smoke a joint and not die. Today, you could literally die. That's how important this stuff is. It is a pandemic. The real pandemic is the southern border. And we've got to close it. And we've got to close it now. Absolutely unbelievable. You want to know another pandemic? It isn't the freaking COVID-19. It's the vaccination. That's the real pandemic. The real pandemic is not of the unvaccinated, it's of the vaccinated. I've been saying that for two years. You got so sick of me saying it. I saw thousands of emails that said, shut up about the vaccine. Well, ladies and gentlemen, more new information today. Walgreens put out new data that reveals that vaccinated people are far more likely to test positive than unvaccinated people. According to a recent data released by 8,000 Walgreens stores in the United States of America, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, the unvaccinated or the, of the vaccinated. Because the unvaccinated have the lowest incidence of COVID-19 and the vaccinated people are far more likely to test positive. This is indeed a pandemic of the vaccinated. So I know there's tons of you out there that are watching the show that are vaccinated. It says nothing I can do now. Well, there is something you could do. Don't take another booster. Do not at all for any reason push this or lobby for your family and friends to get it. What's done is done. There's nothing you can do. You can't go back. The positive rate by vaccinated, vaccinated, uh, excuse me, as seen by a seven-day moving average from October 9th through the 15th of this year, the positive rate by vaccination status shows that the unvaccinated group had only 19.5%. Not bad, right? However, the vaccinated group, ladies and gentlemen, 33%, 3% of people that are vaccinated are getting COVID-19, while 19% of unvaccinated are. So what does that got to tell you? What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Our real crisis, ladies and gentlemen, is our own government. Our real pandemic is the southern border. And our real problem in this country is politicians. And fentanyl is killing absolutely everybody. Leading cause of death between, male, uh, between uh, ages of 18 and 50, or at 45. The other leading cause of death seems to be, I don't know, people dropping dead everywhere. Four videos this weekend. I'm not going to show them to you because of time. Four videos this weekend I watched where people died. Two sports, two just regular people. Just fell, dead. No reason why. Nobody knows. Autopsies don't pr- pr- provide a reason. Although they do, they're just not telling you what that reason is. Ladies and gentlemen, before we go to the last two stories, which are great stories, and my last story that I got to tell you, I want to say thank you to all the people that signed up for the EnviroCleanse unit. Debbie Pepe ended up winning. EnviroCleanse themselves is going to be shipping this out to Debbie this week. She will receive her EnviroCleanse unit. Again, I just want to thank you for everybody who signed up to get the free unit. However, if you did not win the free unit, if your name is not Debbie Pepe, then these things are still for sale. They are wonderful. It's a thirty back. Uh, it's a money back money back guarantee if you don't like it. I believe you got thirty days. So get it in your home today. Start cleaning yourself out. Start cleaning your air out. Breathe right. Breathe correctly, and do not allow sicknesses like COVID nineteen and the flu to run rampant in your home. Go to EnviroCleanse.com today. Use the promo code LFA, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. 
All right, we're moving on to the last couple stories here. Very, very, very important. You got to be here for this. Kanye West just bought Parler. Two, a year ago, Amazon servers, Amazon took down Parler and destroyed Parler because it was the, one of the fastest growing right-wing social media platforms that there was out there. And since then, Parler really didn't get any more traction. Ladies and gentlemen, Kanye West bought Parler. So now you've got Kanye West buying Parler. You've got Donald Trump owning Truth. You've got Jason Miller owning Getter. You've got Rumbo owned by themselves and not on any Amazon servers. While we're going into the 22 midterms and the 24 election, Kanye West is the richest black man in history. He has recently blocked, he was recently blocked by JP Morgan Chase from using their banking services for something he said in an interview and for wearing a White Lives Matter shirt at a, at a, at a, uh, uh, at a Paris fashion thing. Uh, big tech, big pharma, big media, all of them are trying to control Kanye West's freedom of speech. So to, uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, he has entered into an agreement to purchase Parler. Parler will now be owned by Kanye West as soon as this agreement is done. And who knows, ladies and gentlemen, who knows, who knows what's going on with Twitter, but who cares? Nobody cares uh, about either of those uh, Facebook tw- or Twitter, any of them. Kanye West now owns Parler. Well, we'll own Parler very shortly, but I wanted uh, to play for you. Hold on. I wanted to play for you a video. Pa- Kanye West was on a podcast this weekend. I want to play this for you where he's talking about George Floyd. And he says George Floyd did not die from that cop's on, on his neck. George Floyd did not die from that cop's knee on his neck. George Floyd died from fentanyl. Check this out. It's a George Floyd documentary that Candace Owens put up. One of the things that his two roommates said was they want a tall guy like me. They want a tall guy like me. And the day when he died, he said a prayer for, you know, eight minutes. Mm-hmm. He said a prayer for eight minutes. They hit him with the fentanyl. If you look, the, the guy's knee wasn't even on his neck like that. When he said, mama, mama his, is his girlfriend. They said he screamed for his mama. Mama was his girlfriend. It's in the documentary. But something that hit me that fucked me up when I was watching the documentary Sorry for the and it language. said they want a tall guy like me. When I looked at that image of him, this tall black dude with the bald head, he reminded me of somebody else. Who do you think he reminded me of? Virgil. He reminded me of Virgil. All right. We're going to cut that off right there. Again, this is again, this is not a this is not a story to tell you that Kanye West is a great man or anything like that. Just like Tulsi Gabbard is not a great person and, and, and Elon Musk is not a great moral person, in my opinion. In my opinion. But these people's message and what they're saying, that is important. Because we live in a monkey see, monkey do society where everybody wants to do what they heard or what they heard this person say. And when they're advocating for free speech, ladies and gentlemen, and when they're advocating to run away from the Democratic Party, it's the message that is important. The message. Now... Jim Acosta, where this is the last story of the day before I uh, uh, end you with a story of my own and get it to Mike Crispy Unafraid because I'm always running late on that poor man. Jim Acosta will be fired from CNN either on the day of or before the November midterm elections. CNN is, is cleaning house and Jim Acosta is the next to go. He is not above CNN. And this is karma, ladies and gentlemen. This is karma. Don Lemon gets pushed out. Uh, you got the Cuomo guy getting pushed out. Um, and now you've got, uh, Jim Acosta and you know what? Jim Acosta should have been fired a long time ago by CNN. When Jim Acosta tried to rip that microphone out of that lady's, uh, hand at the press conference with president Donald J. Trump, he should have been fired by CNN right there. But I guess what goes around comes around and Jim Acosta will be fired in the coming weeks by CNN, and I want to give Jim Acosta and CNN, regardless of the fact that they're firing him, the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Let's go ahead and give that now. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, Jim Acosta and CNN. You get what you deserve. Now, I told Mike Crispy I was going to be five minutes late. I'm going to be a little bit more than that because i got to tell you a story. Ladies and gentlemen, You often wonder why they don't make big, huge, high-budgeted Hollywood films about Christ that are Bible-centered or gospel-centered. You ever thought about that before? You think about all the money that Hollywood has and all the movies that they make where they cash in billions and billions of dollars. 
but you never see a high-budgeted, Bible-accurate, gospel-accurate, Christ-centered, accurate movie at all coming out of Hollywood. Why? Kind of makes you think, doesn't it? Because if Hollywood is only concerned about money, they could make billions of dollars because there's 3.5 billion Christians out there who would buy these big-budgeted movies and go watch them. They'd go to the movie theaters. They would download them. They'd buy them at home, and they'd watch them digitally. So what do you got to say? You got to say to yourself is Hollywood's all about money and power. Well, there's a lot of money and power by, uh, by putting out Bible-accurate films, high-budgeted Bible-accurate films, because you got three and a half billion people to sell it to, and they're going to buy it like that. So if you ask anybody why they don't make high-budgeted films coming out of Hollywood about Christ, about God, about the gospel, your answer would be, well, because they're all, they're all godless. They're all, they, all, they all don't believe in God. They don't believe in Christ. So why would they? No, 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 no. I'm here, to, I'm, I'm here to give you a different opinion, okay? The reason why they don't make big-budgeted films in Hollywood about God and Christ that are biblically accurate isn't because they don't believe in God, because they don't believe in Zeus. They don't believe in Superman. They don't believe in Batman. They don't believe in any of that, but yet they still make movies and clean house on it financially, don't they? No, no, no. They don't make movies about the Gospels and God and Christ because they do believe in him, not because they don't. They don't think Zeus is real. They don't think the Superman is real or that the Marvel uh, Avengers are real. But they make money off of it, don't they? But they will not put the Gospel in your homes and they will not put the Gospel on that big screen because they know damn well what it'll do. Everybody in the world would be a Christian by the end of the month because the word of God convicts people. The word of God will get into their airwaves, will get into their heads, will get into their souls and activate their Holy Spirit. They are afraid, ladies and gentlemen, no matter how much money they make, they are afraid that the gospel being spread, the word of God in everybody's homes and on the big screen will convict everybody and let everybody realize who they really are and whose they really are. Again, Hollywood doesn't make big budgeted films because they don't believe in God. They, make, they don't make them because they do believe in God and they do believe the power of Christ. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how we will leave the show today. So remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep that head up high. Because you're a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Mike Crispy is up next, unafraid. You're not going to want to miss his show today, nor are you going to want to miss Anna's show after that. Anna Perez, wrong think. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. Keep spreading the gospel. I'll see you at 5 p.m. Have a great day. Peace.